Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, starting off the third half of the show. We appreciate you listening. The phone number here is 1-800-289-9228. And before we move on to a new topic, we've got a couple other phone calls. I think at least one is about the gun laws. Kilroy, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Uh, good morning, gang. How are we doing? And how are you? Doing well. All right. Um, I got two little examples about uh, gun laws, and it varies state to state. I try to keep up with all the states that surround us and their laws, but uh, mm-hmm. either way, Michigan's got to be one way or the other. So before uh, Alabama changed the constitutional carry, you had to have a permit to carry a pistol. Um, I believe you could open carry, but if it was you know in the glove box, hidden under your shirt, whatever, you had to have a permit. If well, it was, was in your car, by, yes. They considered that being concealed, even on the dash. Right. Um, that and so I, was driving, I was driving my dad's truck. I was probably, I might have been 30, something like that. I, I, I was an adult, but I was driving his truck, and I got pulled over, and they asked if I had a weapon. I said, well, this is my dad's truck, and he does keep a pistol in here. And because I didn't have a permit, and they didn't you know, do anything about it, um, but they said, well, we can technically arrest you because you have a firearm that you're not to have um so that's one so and of course the 15 year old couldn't have a permit anyway correct the other example is now that it's a constitutional carry um the legal age in this state is 19 it's probably 18 or 21 in most other states but you're an adult at 19 here mm-hmm. um i bought my daughter a pistol uh, right after she turned 18 um and of course i actually you know the backstory she's carrying a gun because i don't care about the law well, Absolutely, because uh, you'd rather her be alive than, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I don't want to expand, right. and you don't either. But, I got you. But, 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 had, uh, but had, let's say, she got, had a road rage incident and shot at somebody, I am com- com- completely liable because the gun's in my name, and I gave it to somebody who was not legally allowed to carry it. So even if this kid in Michigan, the kid in question, was a legal adult, um, that's not his firearm, and whoever gave it to him, parent or not, is right or wrong. They're they're they broke the law, and that they can and probably will be charged. Well, well, I can tell you in Alabama, good news for you. Now that your daughter's eighteen, um, you can deliver a pistol to her it, it, as long as it, it, as long 19. as she's eighteen. Now I'm reading the law as we speak. Um, I believe it's eighteen or nineteen because the chief. Of uh, Prattville told us, well, it's, it's 19 in Alabama. Well, you can tell the chief of Prattville that, according to Justia, which is where the code is kept. Now, this, is, this could be a little bit older. I don't think so. No person shall deliver a pistol to any person under the age of 18. Okay. Okay. It might be 18. Um, yeah, I just, so I think you're good. Well, I was just trying to give you good news, Kilroy. Good news. Well, either way, she's 19 now, and uh, if me, my wife, my daughter are around, it is not a gun freeze up. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> hey, look, here's here's some of the questions I asked when I did the the omnibus, what they call the omnibus gun bill years ago. It was because of things like the situation that you said, because in some jurisdictions, they would have been tickled to death to arrest you for driving your dad's car. That had a gun in it, which uh, they did the right thing with you. They're like, hey, we could, but, you know, go on and, and just know and be known. But it's just dumb. It's dumb that if um, somebody gets in my car and uh, and I've left my pistol in it and they get pulled over and Amy Beth's driving it, 
because she's got to go to the store. She's got to go get some pizza. And then they go, hey, where's your where's your permit? I know that's out now, right. but where's your permit? And she's like, I don't have one. Well, you're driving this car and you got this gun. Well, that's not her fault. And every time I asked the sheriffs and all these companies, they did not have good answers for that because part of their thing is, and I know people are shocked to hear this, and I can tell them it is a fact beyond fact, Kilroy. A lot of law enforcement does not want you to have a gun. They want to be the only ones with a gun. Um, and I found a bunch of them that have, hey, I'm all for the Second Amendment and your right to carry and all that. They say all that. They still don't want me and you to have a gun I, to, to defend ourselves. So anyway, that started the whole, the whole deal. My thing is I don't want law-abiding citizens, people who are trying to live their lives and protect their families and themselves, I don't want them being yanked around by law enforcement or the courts for no good reason. Just like I don't want them yanking around the 16-year-old boy who has the, the snake pistol with him when he, went to go, when he went to go deer hunt. He's not shooting up a school. He's not robbing the convenience store. And I know a lot of the do-gooders are like, oh, no, no, we just can't have any of that. Stop. Stop it. Because people had firearms in this country and carried them everywhere, had them with them, ordered them out of the Sears Roebuck catalog. It got shipped to their house. They didn't care who it was. And we didn't have school shootings. We didn't have road rage. We didn't have mass killings. We didn't have any of this insanity. So it's not the gun. And so we've got to figure out how to stop making laws that just make normal people into criminals. And that's what most of these gun laws do. They try to make normal people criminals so that people are afraid to carry. They're not afraid of what's going to happen to them, you know, maybe on their daily day life. They're afraid that they'll get caught and then their lives are messed up because law enforcement wants to make an example of them. And I don't want those things to happen. I'm sorry, Kilroy, you got me going. Well, it makes people more afraid of the police than the bad guys. and that's Correct. Totally, totally bad. Yeah, like, here, here's a question. Your daughter graduates from, and I think that might be some of this, your daughter graduates from high school a little early because she started school early. So she's 17 she years old. And she's going to go to college two or three hours away. And she's going to drive her little, what's a good girl drive to school car? Honda Accord. She's driving a little Honda Accord on Sunday night back to the school by herself. And you're telling me that Ding Dong, Hostess Cake Legislator, or do-gooder anti-gun Nazi wants her to, when she has a flat tire on the side of the road, not to have any way when those, whatever thugs come, to say, uh, hey, we're not we're not going along with this. I'm uh, no, they don't. They want her to be defenseless. Really? Well, that's what they do when they say with that teenage girl because she's a teenage girl headed to college. Yeah, the, the lobby band in that case. You have a right to self defense, and I just even if it's not a law, it. it's a god, it's a god given right. I'm sorry. Yep. And if she defends herself, and heaven forbid, one of the thugs dies. And the little happy DA or sheriff or whoever. Now we're back to my usual position, which is all right. Pistols at daybreak. If you're going to do that to my daughter, you know I'm just I don't know. I'm losing my mind, Kilroy. Gun laws make me uh, wind me up because I want your family, your daughter, my daughter, my kids, the ladies of liberty. 
I want everybody to defend, be able to defend themselves from the bad guys, and I get so tired. And it's easy. It's so easy for the left to say, well, I don't think you should have a gun at the, at the library. Why not? What if the thug comes in the library? And, and we all go, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't think we should. Absolutely. You need to play uh, Lunchbox as applause after, the, after that speech. Bravo. No, that's the wrong one. You've got applause somewhere, but I don't. There we go. Thanks, Kilroy. Appreciate you, buddy. I mean, am I wrong? I know I'm, I wound myself up. You're not wrong. But I just, because it's so easy. We had our conversation. I could see in your eyes. It's easy to say, oh, yeah, they, they absolutely shouldn't. And then I come with a, but what if? Well, okay. I'll give you that one. Well, what if this one? Okay, I'll give you that one. So why don't we just not pass the law? Because somewhere, sometime, somebody's crazy and they did something crazy. So I, my kids can't defend themselves. Wasn't that what all laws based off of? Because a crazy person has decided to do something. Somebody somewhere did something right. sometime. Because that's that's what this that's what these stories are kind of like. Mom but, uh, bought mom bought the kid a gun. Probably shouldn't because the kid may have been crazy. The whole defense is based on whether or not the kid. You know, you knew, hey, look, you, you don't even get this kid a stick. You know what I'm saying? This is the kid you don't even have a stick. Right. That's the argument. But it's real easy for us to go, oh, my gosh. A, a kid, we need a bigger, tougher law that makes sure that no 15-year-old in Alabama ever has a gun. Well, and we're all like, yeah. Hmm. Why? But do you want nine-year-olds running around with pistols? But you're going to pass the law. You're going to make it at nine, at 10, 11, or whatever. Right. I, I mean, I don't know. That, it, that's it, the problem. That's... Yeah, because I don't know if a seven-year-old has the ability they to... They should not have a gun. And if a parent gives them a gun, there is, you know, there should be liability for that. But we've made it 200-something years. And then all of a sudden, in 2024, legislator do-gooder busybody says, I don't know, I've got a brand new law. We'll, we'll make everything safe. No, you've been one of the people that have made everyone crazy. It's you and your worldview that have caused all this violence. So why don't we worry about the worldview? We're back to social media, social emotional learning, and and, and what social media does, mm -hmm. and yep. the whole nine yards. We have a new bill in the Alabama legislature. Who is it? Uh, they're they're trying to change one of the gun laws. One of the Democrats. Of what what is he? What's he doing? Golly, he was on eighteen nineteen just a couple of days ago. I'll find it. I'll find it. Let's go to Clark. Clark, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hi, Scott. How, hey. how are y'all? Hey, Carl. Hello. Good morning. So, very briefly, piggybacking on Kilroy, he yes. said he was, because of the laws, he was more afraid of the police than the bad guys. There's a chance that that's where a lot of citizens are, and they'll they'll well, they'll leave themselves Scott, undefended because they're afraid of law we, enforcement. Why do we have a Second Amendment? To defend ourselves the, personally and from the government. The, because the founders were afraid of the police. <laughs> That's a really good point, Clark. That's, I mean, you know, there it is. Now, on this holding the parents responsible because they knew their child had ventilation, I'm all for that, Scott. Let's do that. But let's expand on that. If a judge could sentence somebody to 20 years but only locks them up for two and then they commit a crime... That judge should be responsible for the next crime. If a prosecutor could sentence, get somebody sentenced to 10 years, but it's too much trouble to go to court, have a trial, let's just do a plea deal, and they subsequently commit a crime, 
then the prosecutor does time with them for the subsequent crime. Yeah, because well, let, let me make thing. sure people understand what you're saying, Clark. That prosecutor and that judge put that weapon slash criminal on the street. Is that is that yeah. that's what we're saying, right? Yes, yes. I, they they should be. If we're going to hold the parents responsible because they knew the child had mental issues, then the, the prosecutor is responsible because they knew How that person was a criminal. How about the parole board? How about the parole board? Mm. What if you parole somebody and they go do something? Could they be responsible? What if you're the head of the psychiatric evaluation at the Wack Shack and you say this person's ready to go back out and then they do heinous things? Me, 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 me. What if you purposely leave the border wide open and an MS-13 gang cartel person comes in and kills people? Well, we just took it to a whole nother level there, Scott. Hey, <clears throat> before you have to hop, I do have a special treat. You've got theme music now that you've gone to Trixie and Dixie. Mm-hmm. And we'll try this from my studio high above Stan Mountain. I don't know if it works or not, but let's try. Okay. <laughs> You'll have to send us that card. Thanks, buddy. Wait, Good. did it say Trixie Dixie Dingling Dong? <laughs> I don't know that it did, but I'm that's glad, I'm glad you heard. I'm glad you, of course, that's what you heard. Tri- well, we started with ding <laughs> I thought it was Trixie, Dixie, Dingle, and Dumb, but I didn't know. <laughs> oh, well, that's <laughs> even more appropriate. But I, I love that. We need Trixie, that in our life. Dixie, Dingling, Dong. Can, we don't have, do we have time for lunch? We'll carry Lunchbox yeah, over. Lunchbox and get him can, on the other he side. Can do it. We'll be back. What was that? Hey, now, welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson, Amy Beth Shaver, and Allison Sinclair. Why did we get to hey now? Are we in trouble? I don't know. I was going to say, look, I got this story that's wound me up again, but I've already preached a little bit today, diatribed a little. I might have to save it. Why don't you save it? But I'm just, I'm just, can we stop? You know, I'm going to, I can't, now I'm already down the road. I'm already, I'm okay. already going we're, over. We're going to go to Lunchbox. Okay. And, okay. Um, and we'll just let you, Breathe. like, simmer down just for a minute. And then perhaps we'll see where we are after that. Okay. okay. I just want I just okay. want us to take a stand. Just just stop it. We will. And we Can are. we just in the word the immortal words of Scott Mosley, can't we just tell people, just can't we just say, bite me. Just just some people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to lunchbox bomb. Lunchbox. May vary. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the program. Scott. It's the third half. Two babes and Scott. And I appreciate you, Scott. I love you. I understand the fire that burns within your belly on this issue. And that's why I am going to have the wisdom, the patience, and the fortitude to step back from it just for a moment while you simmer down. (laughs) I'm also going to give you a little bit of an example. The show is growing. And that's a wonderful thing. We're seeing more people listen. More people have the gumption to call in. More people possibly considering getting involved. And that means all of us, like me, even Lunchbox, needs from time to time to pull it back in for a second. So let's keep this one short. Let's keep it just to one point. And let's talk about kids and social media. Yes, sir. 
to the grandparents and the parents out there. On the phone, on the computer, on the YouTube, on the iPad is free. Is because it's your child that is the product for sale. Yes. Think about that for a second. These technology companies are selling your child's attention to the same your child being sicker physically, mentally, and for your kid for free just to help you out so that they can then sell your child as a commodity to the same people that want your child fat, stupid, mentally unbalanced, and lazy. And then they'll offer you the pill, the therapy, or the solution that won't make it any better. It's time to face truth, people. Parents and grandparents need to be responsible. Stop sacrificing kids on the altar of convenience in the temple of ignorance. Your child is the product. But that's just me. Sitting back, <laughs> sipping coffee, strong, black, and slightly bitter. Good job, nice box. I thought awesome. he was going to go with shot, though. We didn't do shot. Sh- like, you were on the phone when he was talking well, about Well, I was part. looking up some statistics. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, shot, 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 no. shot, shot, shot. Yeah, I thought we were back playing to two, a game. Now we're back to two and ten. Now, now two we're... Two or ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this goes along with what Lunchbox was talking about and selling your children. You know, recently they came out with it. 30% of Gen Z identifies as LGBTQ, okay? We're up to Can 30? you send me that? We're up to 30%. Thank you. Okay. Where do they live? We don't, it's not that way here, is it? Am I missing uh, it? No, no, it is that way. I think it is. It is that way. At my local school. I don't know about, well, it's making its way there. You it's know. more than you think I it is. I would say. If you talk to the really? kids. Yes. Yeah. So mm. a study came out. This is actually on NIH.gov. Okay. This is a study of transgender patients. Okay. Oh, I saw that. 81.4% of transgender patients have been diagnosed with personality disorder. They're on the, they're on the spectrum. Yes, that that is that is, but they break it down. Eighty one point four percent. Okay, so you think about the rise in LGBTQ identifying mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. You think about the rise in transgenderism. You think about the rise in school shootings and the rise mm-hmm. in, I mean, people. It's not genetic. It's not genetic because you would see it rising. I mean, if this is just, hey, finally these people can express themselves without fear. Mm-hmm. Well, then all the 80-year-olds would be coming out as transgender. Like, yeah, I've been waiting 80 years. 80 years. <laughs> Go get my dress <laughs> and my lipstick. Anyway, okay, but you go through. This is not, this is this is coming out. This is because of social media and mm-hmm. social contagion. 57% diagnosed narcissistic, 38% obsessive compulsive, paranoid, 25%, antisocial, 22%. I mean, it goes down to avoidance, schizophrenia, I mean, high numbers, and it's terrifying. So what is the cause of this? What has changed in that generation? Well, technology and social media. And what they're learning in the classroom. Right. SEL, CRT, all the things they said they're not learning, they were primed 
in the classroom to become little activists. They weren't learning how to read, write, or think. And they're doing it. Yep. And now they're doing it, and we're all surprised. This people who said we didn't have Common Core back in 2010 Mm -hmm. and who scoffed at us, who were talking about it, were telling you, you did this. Oh, and now we know they're liable. And now we know they're liable. (laughs) But But you're right, Allison. You combine all that together, and you're like, of course, it is a cauldron of, it's a disastrous cauldron. And why wouldn't you want to be part of that group? Because if you're a little bit on the outcast, if you're a little bit on the autism spectrum, Mm -hmm. it's awkward, you're uncomfortable, you find... You find your group in that because they are so accepting of everyone. And not only that, in all of our high schools, they're the only ones that get safe spaces. So come, you know, come and join right. where you can Stickers. be safe. Safe. <laughs> We're Stickers. safe. No other group gets that. And so this idea that they are neglected is a lie from the pit of hell. You want to be in this group the right spe- now. It's the special they group. They are mm-hmm. the vaunted, mm-hmm. lifted up, exalted ones, mm-hmm. and we are supposed to bow the knee. And here we are. Reaping what we've sown. Hey, Bill, don't go anywhere. I know you've been waiting, man. You are up next. You're at the front of the line. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We appreciate you listening and telling other people about this show. But, um, you know, sometimes I wonder, ladies, I used to couch on my shows a little bit more of I have questions, and I do that a lot here, but um, like when it comes to gun bills, when it comes to pro-life things, when it comes to dogs and little kids, you know, I just, I I end up going into preaching mode because I'm just so frustrated. I'm I'm beyond the, I've got questions to basically the attitude of what is wrong with you? This is not hard. I think it's good. Well, I know, but sometimes I I know it it runs some people off sometimes, and I'm supposed to. It works better to try to get them to ask questions themselves and say, "Hey, that's a good question. Why not?" I know that, but there's just sometimes (laughs) I just start to lose it. Bill, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening, buddy, and uh, happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday to y'all. It is a beautiful day outside, and you know it's one of those days where you got a lot of wispy high clouds mm-hmm. and it just makes you proud that God gave you another day on this rock. Yes, sir. We call those chemtrails now because the government's probably <laughs> spraying those. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I know a chemtrail when I see it. These ain't chemtrails. <laughs> gotcha, They're brother. Uh, I needed to ask you a question. I was listening to Kilroy and I, 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 I agree with him mostly. Mm-hmm. But if I understand the constitutional carry correctly, Uh you have to be very careful with that. Alabama is a open carry state with the exception of areas that are no gun uh, zones. And those no gun zones are places like Libraries, schools, hospitals, movie theaters. Did, did they did they change? Did they did they go back and change that? Which would not surprise me at all, because the non carry the non carryable places that list was very short when I was there, and it was like courthouses, um, law enforcement offices, like a state trooper office. And um, because part that was part of the big battle when I was there, because the Democrats and and the Republicans who were squishy, 
they had this this whole stack of things, and they wanted to bring them one at a time to say, well, what about a, that's why I said library. What about a library? What about a pre-K? What about a, you know, and it was all these things where you, you know that, okay, people are going to knee-jerk reaction to this, but but I don't know what the list is now, so you might be, Bill, telling me some places that they've changed it since I was there. I, I don't know. I'm not 100% up to speed. So he, he, you are right. They have got some, oh, yeah, you have a right to carry, but, and I, I still have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, except here. Well, the, and the other thing is, is if you go from Alabama, say, into Florida, Mm-hmm. There's no reciprocity with constitutional carry because they don't have it. Yeah, that's why that's one of the reasons you still have to have Tennessee. a concealed weapon permit, and uh, and that is the reciprocity. And that was one part of our argument: is that like, hey, look, people that are going to have to travel out of state are still going to buy that permit because because they need it. Well, even if you don't travel out of that state, and I'm, I'm not sure of the list mm-hmm. of. Uh, the exceptions, the but. Yes, sir. But there are places that you can still be arrested for carrying a weapon. That's correct. or otherwise. That so is my understanding. That's what I wanted to make sure Kilroy understood. A lot of people are scared of buying permits because they think it puts them on a list for owning a gun. Well, you're probably already on that list. Right. So go buy, go spend the five or ten dollars a year to get a permit. Montgomery, luckily, I can buy a five-year um, uh, license, and I think it's a hundred and twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so every five years, I make a visit to the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I don't even do that now. I get it online. Yep, I think the five-year thing was in my bill. Can't remember. So, you know, don't think that constitutional carry covers you, period, because it doesn't. Yeah, and, and that's part of, we've got some, con, we still have conflicting laws. It, it's funny, you know, Bill, you probably are aware, we had to do this constitutional carry bill, but we already had a second amendment quote unquote second amendment in the Alabama constitution and in 2014 I think it was fall of 14 may have been in 12 we passed a constitutional amendment that changed our version of the second amendment and said it will be strictly uh, adhered to which means you don't don't be reading things into it this is, it means what it means what it means I still say we had constitutional carry when the people of Alabama passed that. But the judges and stuff acted like we didn't, and so that made people not have constitutional carry until the legislature finally got the cojones to say that, oh, yeah, we did. We we statutorily did it. Well, has constitutional carry actually gone into effect? Because I called the Montgomery Sheriff's Office, I Mm -hmm. think somewhere around last April, and it had already passed and was supposed to take effect last January. And I asked, what did did you have to do to qualify under that constitutional carry? Mm -hmm. And 
they basically told me then that it had passed but not been put into effect. Now, I think it was last January it did. So is there a chance that maybe yeah. maybe it was a year ago than you asked? I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but I, I can also tell you this. That You're talking about it was January of this year or January uh, of 23? I think it was January because of 23. I called in April. I called in April of 23. I, and think, I, was I think it was last January. That's, that's what I thought. Yes, sir. And that's the reason I, I called in April. I still got a permit, and I'm going to keep a permit. Right. Because for me, it's just double protection. You're but right. The other thing you got to understand about carrying a weapon is you've got to have fixed in your mind at what point you are willing to pull that weapon and use it. Yeah, don't because pull it if you're not going to use it. I'm with you, Bill. i got to roll, buddy. All righty. Y'all have a great day. Thanks. You too. They're all good points. Very good points. I, I would just tell you, James, I'm going to have to probably carry you over, but you'll be at the top of the, the queue, man. Um, I, an example of when I was saying, hey, look, there, there are folks in law enforcement that don't want you to be able to protect yourself. When we were having the controversy of our um, my bill years ago, and we were trying to change, give you more years. Actually, I wanted a lifetime permit, and all. You know, we got shaved back to five years and, and all this kind of stuff. We had a, a girl, a lady, I guess you say lady. She's an adult. She was out of college. She was um, a page or an assistant chief of staff or something that worked for the caucus. And um, she had, we were having this whole big battle, and she called me and said, hey, can I talk to you one day? She said, I need to tell you about something. And what had happened to her was they had the leeway of the sheriff's department. Well, she had a concealed weapon permit. She could carry her pistol in her car. She weighed like 95 pounds. She was a little lady. And she had gone to, I think it was Montgomery County, and said, hey, look, my, my permit's expired. I need to get, because all this controversy had reminded her, hey, your permit's expired. They said, sure. Well, she said, well, can I get it? No. You can get it in 30 days because the old law would allow them 30 days to decide whether or not they were going to give it to you or not. Well, so instead of, so she, for 30 days, she said, Senator, what should I do? I said, you keep your gun in your car. So I had, I was forced to tell a lady to be a criminal to keep herself safe. Why did they say 30 days? Because they had the power to make her wait. Punitive. We got to take a break. We'll be back. That's a good question, Mike. But I think James doesn't want to talk about that. That was my song. This is one of yours? Why does it say somebody's honey? honey. (laughs) Somebody's honey. Is that not what they're saying? Oh, hiding, hiding. It really did oh, sound so like... Oh, so hide it says that. No, I that. thought the hiney was hiding <laughs> and drying his eyes out. Okay. That's what it sounded like. He's him and the CBS correspondent. I'm not doing it. I'm not Somebody's doing it. Somebody's hiney is drying eyes out. Oh, my gosh. Okay. James, save us. Depends how many beans they had eaten. James, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Are you young people okay today? We're having, we're having mean, a good, a good I time today. I need to today. come over there and show for y'all to some restaurant so you can have something. Is, is, that, your, is that your problem? Did you skip breakfast? Oh, our blood sugar is oh, dropping. We're Scott saying stuff. Okay. Once upon a time when I was still working in the classroom, and it's been some time ago, 
I'm looking out my window because we're, we're wrapping up the school year. It's supposed to be the last day of school. And we spent the last week wrapping up everything, as, as some locations do, which I don't <laughs> agree with. But uh, all I had to do was pick up my belongings, walk out the door, and go to the house for the summer. So I hear there's something running. And I look outside my window, and there's this man with a wand and a contraption at the back, and he is spraying around the base of the schoolhouse with weed killer, no less. Okay. Now, this oh, wasn't that wand. long ago. Wand. I thought he had an illegal alien. No. I'm sorry. No. no. So, this, he wasn't practicing any sort of craft, okay, Scott? <laughs> I got you. Well, that, he wasn't but trying when, to get all the work done. I see this, I am infuriated because <laughs> that is, I, I'm, I'm not in that camp. I do not have uh, weed killer of any sort anywhere here at, at this particular location. You're organic. Uh, well, yes. Okay. But if, if you will look at, do a comparison between this and some other issues, Weed killer is one because the active ingredient in Roundup, which is glyphosate, just happens to be um, a chemical oh. compound that acts like leucine. I believe I have the amino acid okay. uh, correct. It may be lysine, but you can Google this, and if, if you dig deep enough, you will see a, a video of a little old lady uh, preaching on this, and maybe that's not a correct the word I need to use there. But uh, she is rolling out the information that her and some other scientists within her group have identified. And okay. it's, uh, the video is shot by, I believe, French television. And this is some years ago. Let's call it 2017, maybe prior to that. Okay. But uh, she's talking about how glyphosate acts like leucine and replaces it in uh, proteins as they are manufactured. And, and, and it causes some issues. People don't function like they're supposed to because of proteins that are being produced in their bodies. Now, okay. some of that is, is attributed to the rise in autism. Now, you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier that autism is one of the ones that's on the list that's you know, contributing to this LGBTQ plus explosion that we're Correct. still called reaching 30%, which I don't believe in anything mm -hmm. I hear in the media except from Scott Beeson and A Squared is a pack of lies. <laughs> Okay. I agree with that. I mean, we, most, you know. So, uh, another issue would be with, oh, phthalates, all right? Plasticizers. They are known hormone disruptors, okay? Mm -hmm. And that could explain why we're having some people that are inordinately confused. Uh, phthalates. not surprise me. Look that up. That's P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. They are everywhere. Uh, you know those little wall plug-in smell goody things that people like to stick in their outlets? Yeah. And that, they, that we have now to go in our uh, air-conditioned vents in cars? Yeah, yes. the little oily stuff. Loaded with phthalates. Now, let me ask you this question, Scott and ladies. How do you freshen air by adding particulates to the air. How do you do that? Answer, mm. you don't. What you're doing is you are adding pollutants to the air. And if you don't believe me, call and ask Carl Smith. Ask him if he is in favor we gotta of roll, James. Thanks, plugins. buddy. Just put more stinky hey, on top of other stinky. It all goes back to Alex Jones and the gay frogs. He was I'm right. I'm not kidding.
we got to take a break. Y'all be safe out there. Be good. We'll try to be back tomorrow at some point in time, probably about the same time. See y'all. <laughs>